Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. Fifteen minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will Welcome to Text Talk. How are you feeling today, Edwin? I'm feeling great, Andrew. How are you feeling today? Buddy, I'm feeling blessed. How about that? <laughs> we should feel blessed. We should feel blessed if... If we are going to avoid the way of the sinner and follow the way of God. That's what our psalm says. That's right. We're looking at Psalm 1. I'm really excited to talk about it. I was thinking, uh, you know, yesterday we were talking about meditation. And um, it occurs to me that probably some of our listeners use this podcast for their own meditation and a devotional tool. And boy, that's what we want it to be. It's not a... It's not a uh, sermon or a Bible class per se, but it certainly is a devotional talk and encouraging time in the Word, and, and we hope that we are helping one another to meditate on the law of God. Well, for those who didn't get to listen to yesterday, for our new listeners who are just coming in in the middle of the week, we did point out that meditation today often gets couched as empty your mind, and biblical meditation is fill your mind with God's Word. I hope we are doing that in this 15 minutes, that in this 15 minutes we are filling our minds with the Word of God. I don't want to start by reading it. Let's do that. Let's read Psalm 1 again. Sounds good. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so but are like chafe that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. So as we do the the talk today about Psalm 1, I am reminded that we are looking at a genre of literature here, poetry, wisdom literature and poetry. And you have fantastic imagery, poetic expression when you come to the book of Psalms. And we get some today with these pictures of both the righteous, the blessed one, as well as the wicked. And we begin with this picture of a tree, a tree planted by waters. And what's so beneficial about being a tree planted by waters? Well, to me, it is a image that certainly communicates stability and strength, uh, not easily moved. But a tree by the waters is going to be one that is well-supplied, nourished, and thriving. What, 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 what does a tree need? It needs sunlight. It needs water. And here is God providing for that. So there is a, a picture of not only the strength of the fruitful tree, the blessedness, but the source of it, the water, which would be God, or maybe even God's word, God's law. Well, yeah, so here's the picture, and this is what we have to do as we come across imagery. It'll say things like the blessed man is like or the blessed man is. Mm -hmm. Okay, and here, let me just quickly look back here. I want to make sure I'm getting this. Yeah, he is like. So the the name for that is simile. 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 So think of the word similar. Uh When you're saying something is like something else, you're saying it is similar to Mm -hmm. something else. That doesn't mean that the man who delights in God's law is stuck in one place and his arms are always stuck up in the air and he's got leaves growing out of his head. <laughs> when when the word of God says that something is like something else, in fact, we do this in speech all the time. Sure. Uh, and, and we really know how this works. Somehow it's when we come to trying to define it as we read scripture, we get 
confused sometimes. It's not saying that this man is like a tree in everything, Mm -hmm. but what it immediately starts to make us do is, okay, how is this man like the tree planted by the waters? Well, let's let's think about the great blessing that a tree has when planted by waters. Mm -hmm. It always has access to water. Mm -hmm. You know, a tree that's out in the middle of the desert, if it gets a good thunder shower, gets water. But otherwise, <laughs> but if it's not raining, yeah, it doesn't get any water. And if yeah. there's a drought, and obviously, obviously, there a drought can be so bad that a river can dry up and a, str- a lake can dry up, and that's going to hurt the tree. But the the imagery yeah, here, yeah, that's is, not the picture here. The, the imagery here is you've got a tree that's by a source of water, and because it's by the source of water. Even if there's a drought, even if there's heat in the middle of the summer, it always has access to the life-giving, nourishing water that's going to give it strength, sustenance, nourishment. And so he says the man who delights in God's law is just like the tree that is planted by the water. So the man or woman is the tree. Mm-hmm. What's the water? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God's word. Yeah. God's law. The law if, the if I am going to spend my time thinking about it and meditating on it, I am like that tree that has a constant access to the nourishment of God. Yeah. If I, of course, abandon my thinking about God's word and his will and his law, I'm like an ent who has stepped away from the water. Lord of the Rings, you know what an ent is? Oh, no. (laughs) Well, of course, you know, in Lord of the Rings, you had the walking trees. They were called ents. Oh. And so I can be like that and walk away from my source of water if I get rid of uh, the word of God in my if, life. If they let you pass, you can walk <laughs> you, away. You shall not pass. You shall not pass. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, so the idea here is God's law, God's word, is this source of strength, of sustenance, of life. And when I abandon God's word, I'm abandoning the water. I'm like a tree abandoning it. And a tree wouldn't do that. I shouldn't do that. Yeah, you're right. I guess there's some things about the Lord of the Rings that don't quite accord with reality, <laughs> like trees that walk around. Well, but I think, <laughs> I, I, not to get too far afield, but I think he did get that imagery from um, a miracle that Jesus did. Oh, okay. When the man saw folks like trees walking. Like trees walking. I think that's where he got that. Well, it could be. Um, so in Philippians chapter 4, which we read yesterday and, and just mentioned in passing, uh, I think there's great direction here when you were talking about the, the water being the source and the word of God, about choices we make, what to fill our hearts and fill our minds with. In Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8, the scripture says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Here's a wonderful blessing, and that is peace and the God of peace being with us when we choose to drink deeply from that river uh, of the word of God and the way of God. Another imagery that I think of here, and, and now I really am trying to think in the poetic imagery here, the psalmist has has talked about what our minds are focused on. You've brought in Philippians. I, I, that's that's a wonderful passage. When my mind is focused on what is true, what is excellent, what is noble, what is what is wonderful, what is praiseworthy. God's law is right at the top of all of that list. It checks off all those boxes. As, sure. as our God's works, as is God's nature, all those things are right at the top. And I find myself protected mm. by God's peace. The storms 
Mm-hmm. do not affect me. Mm-hmm. I, e- even in the midst of the storm, I'm, I'm in that little pocket of peace like Jesus on the yeah, boat yeah. in the midst of the storm. The imagery here in Psalm 1, though, is supposed to take us back to the garden. It's, it's supposed to make us think of, the, and, I, and I do mean the garden. I mean the very first garden, the garden that God planted. Here, we, here I am right now in Genesis chapter 2, and listen to verse 9. Out of the ground the Lord God made to spring up every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. A river flowed out of Eden to water the garden, and there it divided and became four rivers. The name of the first is the Pishon. It is one that flowed around the whole land of Havilah. And it goes on and gives the the names of the river. Mm -hmm. What does it tell us about? God planted trees, Mm -hmm. and what did he plant them by? By the river. Rivers of water that watered the garden. Mm-hmm. In the garden, you had trees that were constantly by sources of water. So they were going to bear their fruit in their season. Now in Psalm 1, we have another picture of that. But rather than referring to trees, it's referring to people. Mm. And it's saying that these people are these trees that are well watered. And what do they do? They bear fruit. Mm-hmm. They don't wither. Here's, here's the picture. Andrew, when you go to church, quote. Air quotes. Air quotes. When you go to church, when you're worshiping with your brothers and sisters together and you are surrounded by a group of people who are meditating, having their minds filled with the word of God, what, what you're coming into is a renewed, restored garden. Mm. Here we are in the midst of the trees that are well watered, the river of life coming from the Lord, watering them, bearing their fruit in their season. That, that's really the image here. It's saying when you're with people that focus on God's word, you've come back into the garden. What a blessing that is. Well, that is an incredible blessing. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't, I don't think about that. No. I, no. But, but that is what that's saying. When I, when I come into the congregation mm-hmm. of God's people focused on God's word, I am coming back into the garden, which, of course, Many trees. actually brings me to the tree of life, mm-hmm. which tree is Jesus on the cross. And that's, that's a whole other shocking imagery and picture as we think about this implement of death that has actually become an implement for life. But there's even a sense in which this points out that when we are meditating on God's law, yeah. we ourselves are like a tree of life. Yeah. We, we have become that tree that produces life, that is alive. It's like we get to eat from the tree of life all the time when we are meditating on God's word. God is so good. That's amazing. We hope that you enjoyed this time in the word today as we've looked and read Psalm chapter 1. No, you have I mean, more? If, you, if you want to stop, you can, but I wanted to share one more thing. Uh, do you have another one? Okay. I do. There's so much of this in the Bible. There's so much of this. I just, want, I just want to bring us back to Jeremiah 17. Okay. This is a wonderful parallel. I don't know if you've seen this, but I imagine you have. But in Jeremiah 17, and of course, remember, Jeremiah is one of the prophets that's talking about the destruction that's going to come upon Judah because they haven't been meditating on God's law. In Jeremiah 17 and verse 5, thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart turns away from the Lord. He is like a shrub in the desert and shall not see any good come. He shall dwell in the parched places of the wilderness and in uninhabited salt land. He goes on, verse 7, this is Jeremiah 17, 
Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its root by the streams and does not fear when heat comes, for its leaves remain green and is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. If we trust in man, we're like a tree that's out in the wilderness, that's out in the desert. You know, the, the, the remotest thing happens and parched, withered, fruit drying up, can't stay alive. But when our trust is in the Lord, and the reason I think it's important to bring these two things together is because how do I know my trust is in the Lord? When I'm meditating on his word, on his will, on his law. When my trust is any place else, I don't want to spend time in his word. I don't want to spend time in his law. I shouldn't deceive myself. In fact, mm. it goes on. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? Mm. I can deceive myself into believing I trust the Lord. But if I'm not spending time in his word, if I'm not thinking about it and meditating on it and letting it fill my mind, I must not deceive myself into believing that I'm a, I'm a Lord truster. I'm trusting something else. When I trust the Lord, when I'm in his word, I'm in the garden again. Okay, now I'm done. If you want to wrap up, I think it's a good time. All right. Well, hey, <laughs> let us know what you're reading in the Bible. Uh, send us an email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. We'd love to hear from you. love to hear from all of our listeners. And uh, Why don't you lead us in a prayer? Go that ahead. That sounds great. Our great God and Father, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for the time in your word. Father, we want to be the tree planted by waters. God, we pray that you might fill our heart with your truth and that we would not deceive ourselves to be looking at other things. We want to be fruitful. We want to stand, Father. Stand for your word and your truth. Please bless us to that end. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge wrote and sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day. I was thinking, uh, you know, yesterday we were talking about meditation, and um, it occurs to me that probably some of our listeners use this podcast as a tool to encourage your own medication uh, <laughs> <laughs> medication <laughs> use this podcast for their own meditation and a devotional tool and boy that's what we want it to be